If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. You're listening to the Cruise Tips TV Unplugged podcast, episode number 12. Today, we're taking an honest look at health, fitness, and getting in shape for a cruise. Welcome to Cruise Tips TV Unplugged. I'm your host, Sherry, and I invite you to join our cruise-loving family as we travel the world creating cruise videos and blogs. In this podcast, we talk tips, tactics, and strategies to help you make every cruise your dream cruise. Well, hello there, cruisers. Welcome back to the pod. This week, we are talking about a very popular and somewhat controversial topic. It is strategies and tips for getting in shape for a cruise. And this is meant to be kind of an honest look at pre-cruise weight loss, but we have kind of a big disclaimer today. And that disclaimer is that we're not claiming that we're nutrition or fitness experts and we're not trying to be. We're actually recording this today because this is actually something that we struggle with. Why are you smiling? Why do you do that to me? You're so funny. (laughs) I'm just smiling. Just happy to be here. Cute. Anyway, it is, it's our struggle as well. Um, you know, we're not, we're not in a place to give advice. This is just a conversation. We have gathered some tips today that have worked for us over the years in terms of getting into pre-cruise shape, for lack of a better word. And then we turned to our community and got some advice from them. So hope that this is a, a topical and, um, I don't know, what would you say? Relevant conversation for anyone who's getting ready for a cruise. How you doing over there, hubby? I'm doing good. I think it is maybe not the most popular topic, but it's definitely something that can help you have a better cruise. I mean, that's always our goal is to help you have the best cruise you can have. In fact, before we get too deep into it, I want to put out the idea that this episode isn't really about getting into shape just so you can look good on your cruise. Of course, that's part of it, but it's more about getting in shape to be the best you that you can be so you can have the best possible cruise. With that in mind, what do you say? You want to talk about some ideas, strategies, and tips? Very, very well said. I think that's totally what totally what we're going for today. Let's get into it. Let's um, highlight a couple of awesome iTunes reviews of the week, though. We have some really touching ones this week. This one got me a little teary-eyed. What? You're doing it again. You're smiling at me. It's so cute. But I feel like you're like, you want to say something? No, I'm just smiling. Oh, you're so cute. All right. Well. Keeping the mood light, Keeping right? Keeping the mood light, yeah. That's you my job. Always. I'm not just eye candy out here, right? <laughs> well, I know today I'm definitely not eye candy. As we sit here, it's Mother's Day. We just went on a family bike ride. It's a beautiful day outside. I'm wearing my oldest but favorite hoodie. My hair is tossed up into a very messy top knot, and I'm wearing zero makeup. So I thought maybe you were just looking at me like, whoa, whoa. On the other hand, you got the stylish pink headphones. I love my headphones. I feel, I feel like I look sassy in these headphones, even if I'm not wearing makeup and I have a messy top knot. They look good. You You look hip. Yeah. (laughs) You definitely look hip. That's the only part of me that looks hip. I'll tell you right now. I like, I like a woman with sexy headphones. Yeah. Well, my, my slippers and my pajama bottoms ain't sexy. So I'm glad you like them. All right. Anyway, 
Back to our reviews of the week. I was very touched by this one. You have not heard this review yet, hubby. You're going to love this. This is a five-star review from Cruise Fanatic. And the title of it is, I'm Not Alone. Cruise Fanatic says, I've followed the wonderful Cruise Tips TV family on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Now I love, love, love listening to them on the podcast. It's a way I can be at work and still get my cruise fix in. I can't watch YouTube at work or be on Facebook or Instagram, but I can listen to the podcast. Okay, here's the part, Mr. Cruise Tips TV, where I got a little choked up. She said, you are both so, she or he, I'm sorry, I don't know which it is. You both are so endearing to your fans. I love that I found out I'm not alone. From both Sherry and Hubby. From Sherry, I learned that I am not the only person who cries when cruises are over because we've had such a wonderful time. From Hubby, I learned that it's okay to not want to wake up at the crack of dawn and hustle off the ship by 8 a.m. Ugh, I'm a no earlier than 10 a.m. excursion person too. And I take into account whether a tender or other time consuming, i.e. cutting into my cherished sleep time factor is involved. You guys are great. And I loved the interview with Junior. He's young enough to be cute, but old enough to be able to speak like an adult. You can tell he's had a lot of interactions with all kinds of people through his travels. Keep up the great work. We appreciate you. I don't know why I found that one so touching. I think it was the topic, the the heading of I'm not alone. Of course, we all want to feel like we're not alone and that there's someone out there who hears us and listens to us and who's like us, you know? Yeah, it's reassuring. I like it. Yeah. Good, definitely a good point about Junior because he, I don't, he's always been an adult in... <laughs> In a kid's body. Yeah. I think his first words were something kind of very adult. I think his first word was hot. Like I was cooking at the stove and I was getting too close to it. And he was like cautioning me or something. He's, he's always been kind of a grown up. Anyway, next, um, next review today is an awesome one from Darth Evertsy. It says, uh, the title is amazing resource and it says, love the podcast. I've been watching the YouTube channel for a few months, but I drive a lot for work and the podcast really helps me to keep up with the new information put out. CTTV is my first stop for research on ships, excursions, and general cruising tips. Keep up the awesome work and the abundance of immeasurable information for new and veteran cruisers. Well, thank you, Darth. Um, I don't know if that's your real name or not. I'm assuming it's probably not, but I, I do a lot of driving for work too. I'm on the road for probably at least an hour and a half, two hours a day, which sounds like it's probably less than you, but, um, podcasts have been life-changing for me. Um, I have, I have used podcasts for a number of reasons to be business coaches for me, life coaches, encouragement, distraction, escape, so many things, but I think podcasts literally can be life-changing. And I'm so happy to hear that we're providing a little bit of a um, distraction and some fun for you on your drive. So yeah, let's get into our main topic today. We're actually not going to do the passenger services at the end with um, listener Q&A because I think we have a lot to talk about with this topic. So we'll do that next week. And as always, if you have questions for us about cruising or about us, anything you want to know, just email us at podcast at cruise tips TV. Is that right? Dot com. Wait, I forgot the dot com <laughs> podcast at cruise tips TV.com. And yes, yeah, so let's jump into the main topic. So Today we're talking about getting in shape for a cruise, but overall, like Mr. Cruise Tips TV said, kind of overall health and fitness. And I think that it's important to start off by saying that the journey of weight loss and getting in shape for a cruise is super different for my husband and I. We know it's different for everyone in our community. And so we're going to talk about those differences and our history and a little bit more about our health and some tips that we've gathered over the years and some, some interesting introspections from our community about getting in shape and being in your best health. So I'm going to kind of start off with my history. 
Um, the truth is where I am right now and why I kind of wanted to do this episode is we don't actually have a, a set cruise date booked right now. We probably will within the next few weeks, but we were both sitting on the couch the other night and we're like, hey, we need a cruise planned, booked and deposit down so we can kind of get motivated to get in shape. And unfortunately, that's a bit of a reality for us sometimes. I think we lead a pretty healthy lifestyle in general. We both exercise. We try to eat relatively well, but there's nothing like having a cruise booked to kind of kickstart you a little bit and kick you in the tushy to get you moving. And so my reality is that I'm carrying a good 10 to 15 pounds of weight that's sort of accumulated over the years since my son was born. Um, pregnancy was not what caused weight gain for me. In fact, I lost all of the weight, probably from nursing. I'm sorry, TMI for some of you, but that's that's the truth. You can really shed weight quickly that way. And um, the, you know, and the fact is, it's it wasn't pregnancy that that put those extra pounds on me. It was more the lifestyle after the pregnancy, the stresses of being a working mom, adding a commute that I never had. And let's be honest, we're, I'm inching into my mid forties right now. And for those of you who are no longer 24, you know, the pain of the metabolism shifts every few years, you feel like you have this sort of like this blow to your metabolism and you can eat less and less and less. So not making excuses, but that's where I am right now. Um, you know, and, and like I said, no excuses. It's years of uh, maybe spending a little bit more time sitting down and not enough time moving and eating what I feel like eating and engaging in engaging in cocktails. <laughs> what does that mean? Engaging in cocktails, <laughs> indulging in the in the occasional cocktail has kind of added added up. And I, you know, in our last vlog series, I did not like the way I looked very much, especially when Mr. Cruise Tips TV was filming the back of me. This is something that, I, oh, I just, it drives me crazy. I don't like that, that particular vantage point or that look. And so I would like to, uh, I'd like to get down a few jean sizes and I think I'd feel a little bit better about being on camera and about myself and about fitness in general, if, if that's where I was. So, so that's where I am. Mr. Cruise Tips TV, I don't think your story is quite as dramatic. You're a fit guy. You don't need to lose weight, but do you have anything you want to say about this topic before we get into it? Once you get past a certain age, it's always going to be a struggle. It's always going to be a battle. I go extreme when I try and shed weight or mm -hmm. try to get back into shape. I'm a runner, so that's the easiest thing for me to do is just hit the road and start running. Mm -hmm. But that's another thing that it's so easy to find excuses to not run. Oh, it's too cold. It's too windy. Mm -hmm. I need to help Junior with his homework, whatever. And that's what happens. And that is actually right where I am right now. You know, we came back from our last cruise and we had so much to catch up on mm -hmm. and I got out of it. And once you get out of it, it's a little bit harder to get back into it. So um, you mentioned something there about when we got back from our last cruise and I think you're forgetting about some of the things that hit you. It wasn't just, it wasn't just jet lag. It wasn't just getting back into the busy life. We actually got really sick, all of us. And you, my friend, had a pretty bad bout with allergies. So bad after we had such significant rain here in California, I think May and April are your allergy time. You couldn't go outside. You, if you went outside, you were like wheezing for two weeks. That really sets you back with fitness when you're a runner. Yeah, the sickness kind of got into my lungs and it's really hard to run when your lungs don't feel that good. Yeah. And you shouldn't be running when your lungs don't feel that good. And that's your primary 
way of working out. Okay. So anyway, I digress. So you're, you're a fit guy. You've been a runner for your whole entire life. You're consistent, you're disciplined, you, you know, you're, you've got some really healthy lifestyle habits, including that. So I think for you, it's more, it's, it's more like, you know how people say shedding for the wedding (laughs) for you. It's like, you can do a five pound weight loss and trim up your tummy, which is the, like the only area that you don't, you know, that you consider a problem area in probably like two weeks. Would you agree? Yeah. But you know, it's, I definitely have my weaknesses too. And I mean, anyone who follows us in our adventures probably knows that my weakness is ice cream. Yeah. I'm trying to get away from it, but you know, you fall back into it. It's like any, you know, any other vice you, you give a little bit and suddenly you're right back into a routine where you're having, you know, ice cream every other night or something like that. Exactly. And that'll put weight on fast. It will, especially an entire pint of Ben and Jerry's ice cream, which is so good. Who so does that? No. I, don't, I don't do that. I don't do that. Well, that you, doesn't happen. <laughs> you segued right into the next topic, which I wanted to talk about our weaknesses for a few minutes because they're so different. Your weaknesses and my weaknesses are super different. Um, I think we kind of skipped over some things, but we'll come back to it. So f- let's talk about the weaknesses. So you mentioned you mentioned ice cream is a weakness. Um, for you, I think you're, and it's not a weakness, but what your kryptonite is those weeks when you can't exercise because of maybe illness or allergies or just a schedule or whatever with work and junior and things like that. And then you, you were actually telling me, you were talking about hamburgers. Remember what you said about hamburgers last week? Uh, not specifically. <laughs> well, you were saying like that, you know, you will go out for dinner, for example, and you'll see a hamburger on the menu that just looks super amazing. You'll be like, oh, the hamburger looks good. I'm just going to get it this once. But then, right. you, you know, yeah, you, you keep treating it as a one off. Right. Like, oh, well, you know what? You know, I deserve this. I'm going to go ahead and get it this time. But, mm-hmm. you know, next time I'll get something more healthy. And, and then you realize that's pretty much all I'm getting (laughs) hamburgers and fries for weeks. It's just, you know, back to back one offs. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we're talking, so that said, you don't have very many weaknesses, so we'll switch over. Let's talk a a little bit about my weaknesses. Um, One of my weaknesses I would say is dinner time because dinner time I'm home from work and um, generally speaking, I tend to eat more at dinner time. Like at breakfast is a rush for me. In fact, I'm not very hungry at breakfast. I can't eat much. If I eat much in the morning, I actually feel kind of nauseated. I don't like it. So that's not a problem. Lunch for me generally, especially during the week, isn't so much a struggle because again, I'm busy. I've snuck off just for a few minutes to grab a salad bar somewhere or whatever, and it's not so much my issue. But at the end of the day, maybe I've cooked something. There's a little temptation to nibble while we're cooking, right? Like everybody does that. It's a normal thing to do, but those calories add up. Sometimes, maybe one or two times a week during the week, I'll want to have a cocktail while I'm preparing dinner, and those calories add up. So that dinner time for me is kind of my, my struggle time. Um, I think, you know, you're relaxed. You, you want to let go a little bit. You don't want to, you don't want to be thinking about counting calories at dinner. So that's one thing that I'm really, I really struggle with. So that kind of leads into portion control. Um, I'm five foot zero. I probably need fewer calories than the average human because I'm (laughs) vertically challenged. So that's a reality too. Like normal, a normal portion size, what you see at a restaurant is just too much food for me to be able to maintain my weight. So I have to be really aware of that. Sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's not, you know, obviously it's hard to stop eating something that tastes amazing. You don't want to stop. So I think I struggle with portion control. I also struggle with hangry syndrome. (laughs) Um, and I don't, I don't necessarily, I'm not saying it to be funny. I think I actually do have probably a bit of a blood sugar issue, which has been kind of proven by my doctor. My doctor really wants me to watch my blood sugar. It's like kind of 
borderline. It's not pre-diabetic, but it's close. It's like a few points away from being close. So um, I think I I think I struggle with low blood sugar. What are you doing over do you, there? Do you need to explain what hangry is just <laughs> yes. in case? Okay. Hangry is when you get angry when you're hungry or you get a little bit cranky. I definitely get that way. I also get tired. I run out of steam. I And then I feel like I'm not hungry, so I don't want to eat and I don't know what to eat. I don't fix something like a snack. So it's, I mean, this has been a problem for my whole life. In fact, my mom warned you. No, I got to tell this one. It's, okay, it's you go. Really, it's really funny tell because this is, this is a true story. You know, I, I'm going to paraphrase because I don't remember exactly, but she took me aside and said, before you get married, you should know. You need to carry some kind of snack around with you. Put some crackers in your glove box. She said that crackers in the glove yeah. box. Mm -hmm. Something to, because she gets upset mm -hmm. when she's hungry. I do. And I don't, and I can't, I really, I can't control it very much. I'm a pretty, uh, I shouldn't say I'm really calm. I'm not a calm person, but I'm, I'm, I'm a kind person. But when I get hungry, I start to lose it a little so bit. So I knew that going in yeah, and I, I got, in. I got you a nice little mug. He did. Mug. My mug says hangry and then it defines the word hangry. Yes, sweetheart. Thank you for and my on mug. And on the front it says, <laughs> I'm sorry for the things I did when I was hangry. Sorry, sorry for the things I said when said, I was hangry. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't generally do bad things. I'm not like, <laughs> this is gotta, gotta bad be clear. imagery. Gotta yeah. be clear. Okay. Okay. So yes. So the low blood sugar thing is real for me. And I know there are a lot of other people who struggle with that. When I was young, I was anemic, you know, there's, it's a thing. So Protein is key for me. Having a bag of nuts in my car or in my desk is critical. And yes, I, I do have to watch that. All right. So I think we talked about, I think we talked about most of my struggles. So we talked about dinner time. We talked about hangry. We talked about portion control. Um, and then I think the last one for me is, um, is cocktails. Those are probably, if I were to cut out alcohol, when I do cut out alcohol, I should say completely, it is much easier for me to lose and maintain weight loss because obviously it's, you know, your body, your body metabolizes alcohol like a sugar. We know that. And it adds calories, obviously. And it makes you puffy. You, you know, you retain, you retain water. Retaining alcohol. Retaining, I'm retaining, I'm ret didn't you say one time I'm retaining gin? Weren't you joking with me when I said <laughs> something like that? you're retaining gin? So I told you guys, this was a very frank and honest conversation today. We are just laying it all out on the line because it's, you know, it's not easy. Life, life is challenging, man. I'm telling you. Well, tell me though, how does this relate to cruising and why would you go into the, all of these weaknesses? I think it's important to go into the weaknesses because we have to address the weaknesses when we're shedding for a cruise or just trying to be the best that we can possibly be. But, but before you get to that point, before you get to the point where you decide, okay, I'm going to buckle down and I'm going to make an attempt to be healthier. I'm going to, you know, just for my general lifestyle or for a cruiser for whatever it is, I think you have to you have to address the why, you know, why do you want to get in shape? You have to identify where your weaknesses are. You yeah. have to own it and confront it. And Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and you have, but I think once you make that decision too, you have to want it bad enough. For me, when we talk, when we start talking about motivation today, for me, I have to want it bad enough to put aside those, those little habits and make those changes, exercise more, eat better, whatever it is. You really have to have something that motivates you. And I think for some people, sometimes that can be an event. And that's, that's probably not necessarily a good thing because it's been proven that if you're just trying to lose weight or get in shape for an event, that it won't last. But, um, with that said, we do it, people do it, you know, it's, it's a thing, right? 
Okay. So let's talk about some of the things that I think, um, that I like to do, and then we can talk about your, how the things we like to do to get into better shape in general or for an event or for a cruise or whatever it might be. So my number one thing is obviously it's exercise, but for me, exercise has to bring me joy. I absolutely hate running. I loathe it. The idea of running or, (laughs) or something that repetitive is just so boring to me and painful. I can't do it. So the things that bring me joy, um, and you know, you guys have heard this before it's dance, fitness, Pilates, Zumba. I actually do enjoy, um, walking on a treadmill because I can watch something on my phone at the same time. And it keeps my mind occupied. Whereas if I was doing an outdoor run, I couldn't do that. So those are the things that I like to do. I think for me, generally speaking, with regards to nutrition, a program or plan of some sort tends to help me. So in in my earlier years, I used to do Weight Watchers. I actually think Weight Watchers is an excellent program because it helps. It allows you to eat whatever you want. You just kind of keep track of it. But ultimately, I don't love Weight Watchers these days because I don't like tracking what I eat. I don't want to become obsessed with what I'm eating and I don't like writing it down. And I feel like there's too much focus on it if I do it that way. So some of the things that work better for me are cutting out processed carbs and focusing more on protein, um, limiting and cutting out alcohol. Obviously we talked about that, but then I really like, um, the fab four concept and it's something I'm always thinking about. I don't know if you've ever heard of this, Mr. Cruise Tips TV, but it's, there's this, um, this program out there. It's called be well by Kelly and it's designed to help people keep their blood sugar under control. And it's something that when I met with a nutritionist, when my doctor told me to kind of watch the carbs and the blood sugar, um, my nutritionist introduced me to this concept of the fab four, which kind of helps you to turn off your hunger hormones and keeps your inflammation under control. And while you get all of your nutrients. So basically the fab four is four things in every single meal. So if you incorporate these four things into every meal, they really help you to, to stay healthy, not so much even just weight loss, but to, to maintain your health. And it's in every meal, it's protein, fat, fiber, and greens. So for example, um, if you were having lunch, you might have, um, you know, a bed of lettuce with some tuna or chicken, and then the fiber might be some sort of a whole grain, like, you know, a half a cup of quinoa and then some avocado or olive oil sprinkled on top would be the fat. So if you can combine those four things into every meal, it's a wonderful way to keep your blood sugar under control and to kind of stave off hunger. And that's the kind of thing that's generally speaking, the kind of food I like to eat anyway. So for me, I like that approach because you're not counting or tracking. You're just using the fab four as kind of your, your methodology that can be challenging though, because it's difficult to incorporate greens into every meal. For example, breakfast, that one's one I struggle with. It's hard for me to get greens and eggs together, but, um, I still try to do it and I still really like that approach. And this is also another really good approach for a cruise. You can incorporate Fab Four on a cruise really, really well um, just by ordering off the regular menu. So those are some of my hows. Mr. Cruise Tips TV, do you want to talk about your hows? Do I want to talk about my hows? I don't know. I think you probably do. I can talk about them for you if you want. I know what you do. You can do that. Okay. You know, I think I want to cover a little bit more about the why. Should I wait until we're done with the hows? Or... No, go for it. Well, it seems like there's just so many reasons why you might want to get in a little bit better shape before a cruise. Now, the obvious one is you want to look better, right? Mm -hmm. You can be hanging out at the pool or on an excursion or something like that. But I think it goes a little bit deeper. I mean, at least for me, um, because you, you want to feel like you're able to tackle things like excursions, the walking, Mm -hmm. um, and you also 
maybe want to feel like you have a little bit more leeway with that dessert. If something yeah. comes by, you know, you don't have to put it off. I mean, you can tell yourself, okay, I'm okay with that because I did take those extra measures before the cruise to get in shape. But I think there, there are lots of different ways to look at this beyond just looking good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What do you think? Is that- I think that's so true. And later today, when we talk about what our Facebook community said about this topic, you're going to see a, a trend with that. Okay. Yeah, now let's talk sure. about my how. Okay. Sounds good. So you want me to tell them what I think your hows are? You go. Okay. So you're, you're a simple guy. I am you, very simple. Yeah. You do the same three things every time when you want to trim down a little bit. Now it's not to say that they're easy for you. It is, it is challenging because you're cutting out some pleasure, I think, but number one, you run consistently. So you will run five to seven days a week consistently, at least three miles a day, right? Yep. That is true. And in fact, it depends how, you know, how far along I am in the preparation process. Like, mm-hmm. I think this last cruise, it kind of came up really quickly. And so I was only running about three miles a day, but sometimes I want to get a little in a little bit better shape, especially if I know we're going to be doing something extremely physical. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll even add a, a, an extra mile, like every other day, I'll add an extra mile, I'll run four miles. And sometimes on the weekend, I'll run five miles. Yeah. I've seen you add ab workouts too. I know you like those YouTube ab workouts because that's kind of your only problem area is your tummy. And so you, you'll do that. That's true. But you know, also I want to make sure that, you know, people understand that I consider myself pretty extreme and you don't have to be extreme. It can be little tiny steps you take just so you feel a little bit better. So you feel like you've done something and you can be, again, I'll circle back. You can be the best you so you can have the best cruise. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay to share too with people that the one of the reasons you're extreme and one of the reasons why you're very consistent with running too is that it keeps you feeling happy in your in your day to day life. I mean, it is a very very it's a good vitamin for you. It's a it's something that you you know you can use as a way to to remain in control of how you feel overall, and it works. That is true. In fact, it may be like my version of the hangry thing mm-hmm. because I start to feel unproductive. Un, I don't know. I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but I start to feel bad about myself if I don't run. Yeah. Um, and it, it kind of accumulates too. So a lot of times in, you know, when the weather's bad and I can't get out there, I'll start feeling kind of, you know, kind of bummed, kind of bummed. I mean, that's yeah. a, that's the easiest way to say that. So yeah. you're right. But I'm proud of you because you are, you do not do this for, you know, any one particular um, you know, event, you are a runner, you're a healthy person because of it. And I, I admire your discipline. I just want to say that. Why? Thank you. Yeah. Um, and then I think your third thing. So we had, we talked about running. Do we talk about cutting out ice cream yet? No, you no, cut out, I mean, that, you cut kind of out a, ice cream. That's a no brainer, but yeah, I do, I you do, do cut out ice cream. It's not like you eat ice cream normally every day. You don't, but cutting out ice I cream would. is effective for if you. If I could, I would. You would, you would, yeah. you would do a pint of Ben and Jerry's every day. Cause you Probably. love it. It's so, yeah. so good. What's your favorite flavor? Um, I actually don't have a favorite flavor because I like to, I mean, that's part yeah. of the fun. I like to cycle different flavors out. Okay. Well, this is not good. We're not helping. We're just giving people ice cream ideas. I was going to start talking about all the flavors that you like. You like pistachio. You like everything but the. You like chunky monkey. So good. Mm-hmm. I, I can't do ice cream though. It, it's instant, instant weight gain for me. And then that whole sugar spike thing is just no bueno. 
I got to wash the sugar anyway. <laughs> you're just going to be quiet over there, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, good, good, good plan. All right, so your number one is running. Your number two is cutting out ice cream and probably ice cream and sweets. To be fair, it's not just ice cream. That's true. We know you love ice cream and you would eat it every day if you could. We know this. Yeah, I, I even try to cut out the burgers. Yeah, yeah, you do. You're, you're able to go more lean and you do watch your portions. Okay, so lastly, yeah, it's portion control for you too. I think you're, I've seen you, you know, eat just half of a sandwich if there's a whole one in front of you. You're good at portion control and you do go, do go pretty extreme. So, so yeah, that kind of, that kind of wraps up your how. So now we've put together some, um, some little tips for getting into shape that I think are just nice lifestyle ideas in general. But again, please remember you guys, we are not experts. We're not trying to be experts, but we did want to have some good tips in today's episode, but that things that are really sort of, I think, um, based on more of a long-term focus on health rather than just getting in shape for a cruise. So number one, I think thinking about, not thinking so much about weight is always a good idea, but rather focusing on your health, how you feel, your energy, your energy after meals, how your food fuels your body and how your clothes feel. I think if we can focus a little bit more on that rather than that number on the scale, that's always a, a a smarter way to approach health and weight loss. Um, Number two, something that I know a lot of Americans struggle with, a lot of people struggle with is to focus on sleep um, because there's been just a ton of studies that correlate sleep with weight loss and a healthy weight. You're smiling again. You're doing that thing. That's because it was like almost on cue. I yawned right when you said (laughs) sleep. sleep. Yeah, I know. And a lot of people really struggle with, so you struggle with sleep a little bit. I do almost every every night. night. Yep. And you work into the, into the night hours, editing our videos and things like that. So it, it can be a struggle, but the more that we can focus on that, the more I think that it, it helps to aid weight loss. Um, number three would be to focus on, on health goals as a family or a couple or with a friend. It's, it's nice not to do these things alone. If you're the type of person that likes an accountability partner or to do things as a family that can be really, really healthy. Number four, I would say rewarding yourself with something that's non-food related. So maybe for me, that would be something like a shopping trip for new cruise clothes or something like that. I know you've done that before too, where you're like, oh, I want to get this camera or something like that. When you reach a goal, that can be a good thing, but maybe not right for everyone. Number five. Oh, did you want to say something about that? Shopping is also good exercise too. <laughs> you know, I, th- I think I yeah. think maybe I, I need to spend a little bit more time talking about, you know, how I'm extreme, but it doesn't have to be extreme. Mm-hmm. You know, you can yeah. find fun ways to exercise, do something that you don't normally do, go for a walk, go shopping, mm-hmm. um, what dancing? Yeah, exactly. Something, something like that. It doesn't have to be crazy five mile run. That's a good point. And if you think about some of the more the more lean and thin cultures in the world, those people don't necessarily go to gyms every day as part of their culture. They may walk to the subway. They may walk to work. They just have more of an active lifestyle. It doesn't mean that you're doing something structured necessarily, right? Yeah. Yeah, yes. Affirmative. Yes. <laughs> you are nodding, but you no one can hear you. You, you, he- you didn't hear me nod. I didn't hear you nod. <laughs> so funny. Okay. So we talked about rewarding yourself. Um, I think number five is probably one of my favorites. And I think the most applicable to me, and that is not to compare yourself to other people. I think most of us have heard that saying that comparison is the death of joy. And I think it's so true when you're on a journey to become more fit, comparing yourself to others 
journeys or their processes or the way that they look is just a really, really quick way to derail your progress and to derail your successes really quickly. So, you know, better to find an old picture of yourself, not someone else to use as motivation and to compare yourself to. Although I don't want to, I'm not going to use that picture of myself that is somewhere in our house where I was like 17 and wearing a bikini at the lake and holding that fish. You know, that picture that keeps resurfacing and I look really good. I'm like, yeah, I'm never going to get back to 17, but maybe a picture from 12 years ago. (laughs) Yeah. It just has to be sensible. I mean, that's, that's the point right here. That's the takeaway. The takeaway, the takeaway. All right. Last tip. And this is one that I really love. And I think we've, we've gotten away from as a culture is to focus simply on listening to your hunger cues. Um, I read a book a few years ago, Mr. Cruz Sips TV teases me about this book. It's called Diets Are Fattening. It's just kind of a, it's kind of a funny name. It's by, I believe a, a woman named Meg Moranis. And the whole book is centered around the principle of the fact that we have simply gotten away from listening to our hunger cues and we just don't stop when we're satisfied. We eat until we're full. We eat too much. We snack when we're not hungry. Maybe there's just, there's just so many different things that come into play. But if you look at children when they're, you know, when they're young, when they're born, these kids are, they have built in sensibilities like hunger cues and they do not ignore them like we do as life kind of erodes those sensibilities over the years. So if that makes sense, I think that's a wonderful, a wonderful approach. It's something I'm always striving for, but it is something I struggle with because if I go out and I order a bowl of spaghetti and meatballs, I might be full four bites in or not full, but I might be satisfied four bites in. Do I stop eating it? No, because spaghetti's good, man. I mean, but it's, it's something that if we were all to, to really just listen to and heed, it could be life-changing. But what do you have to say about that, Mr. Cruz TV? Well, it's true. And some of us like myself have had it, I don't want to say beaten into you, but yeah. beaten into you that you need oh. to finish your, you know, finish yes. your meal. You need to clean your plate. Clean your clean, plate. You cannot leave. Oh. When I was growing up, we had to finish what was on our plate. You had Gosh. to. And so, you know, it's, it's difficult for me because I see something on the plate and I feel like I'm doing something wrong if I don't finish it. Yeah. Junior, on the other hand, since we're, we're not like that with him, he'll stop like mid, mid fork, you yeah. know, he'll have something on the way to his mouth and go, no, put it, down. put it down and say, I'm done. There's no, and there's no connection to the food yeah, for him. I'm done. No, he doesn't even care. He, 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 he's always been a two bite kid and he's skinny as rail. <laughs> but, um, anyway, I think he and I, like you, you've mentioned this one time, I think he and I are programmed to be grazers. So if we could eat small meals throughout the day or just eat when we're hungry and eat a few bites and then move on, I think he and I would actually survive beautifully. I think that's probably more our, our metabolism style. Anyway. So I, this topic is, um, very interesting because it's something that I've seen come up a lot lately. In fact, last week when I was kind of writing out an outline and talking to you about this, honey, um, Tony from La Lita Loca put out a video about, um, being overweight and, and going on kind of a personal health journey. So if, for those of you, I know there's many of you who follow Tony and Jenny from La Lita Loca, they have a really awesome and very frank video about this. And I just wanted to mention that I think that's something that many of you might enjoy. If you haven't seen it yet, give that, give that a watch. I know that Griff and Alyssa have also done some work around a program for weight loss and things. So this is something that's talked about a lot. 
and there's some great content out there. But we um, actually, speaking of community, we went to our community um, just today, actually, and asked for some help on this topic. We let everybody know on Facebook that we were doing an episode on this topic. And we asked them, you know, how do you make an effort or do you make an effort to get in shape before a cruise? And how do you do so? So I want to share the results of our poll. There were 623 people who voted in this poll after just a few hours. And this number will go up as the week progresses. But 49% of people said that yes, they do make an effort to get in shape before a cruise. And 50.4% said no, they do not. And I wanted to share some of the things that people said about this topic and how they kind of mirror some of the things that Mr. Cruise Tips TV and I were sharing earlier. Um, Many, many people said what you said earlier, honey, and that is that they don't do it to lose weight. They don't focus on fitness or health before a cruise to lose weight. They do it so that they can be more active on their cruise. Um, There was a comment here though that I know that you can appreciate from Brian Finley. This is hilarious. He said, we just went on our first cruise about a month ago. We got in what we call eaten shape (laughs) and we ate good. You would think that we regret that, but we don't. I, I think that we have oftentimes gotten eaten shape too, right? Yeah, I think that's totally fair. I mean, if if that's your reward, yeah, you know, you maybe it's not the best, healthiest strategy, but you get in shape just so you can eat a little bit more, little have bit that more. extra Adult. dessert. I think that's fair. I don't know. It's probably like, like Sherry said in the beginning, we're not, you know, yeah. <laughs> dietitians here. We're not giving diet advice. It's just way to feel better by yourself and have a better cruise. And if that's your reward, then, then that's your reward. Yeah. Yeah. Kathleen Henry said, I watch my diet and exercise because on the cruise, I don't. Then I return to healthy living after my cruise. She walks four miles and 40 minutes on a stationary bike every day and keeps her calories to 1200. Sounds like Kathleen's got it figured out really well. Um, a few other comments that came through. There's some really, really good ones here um, that I wanted to share. Um, Glenn said, I dropped 10 before the cruise so I can add 10 during the cruise. It's what I call fat neutral. (laughs) I mean, that's true. You don't want your clothes to fit. You don't want them to fit tight when you're on the cruise. So I think that's probably a good one. Wendy, um, said she does not make an effort to get into cruise shape because she always tries to stay in shape. She loves ballet classes and eats a healthy plant-based diet. I like that. Some other interesting ones in here I wanted to share with you, Mr. Christopher's TV, because you didn't see this. Jenna said that she likes to um, make sure she doesn't skip workouts because most of her cruises are in the Caribbean and she wants to look great in a bikini. So she focuses on healthy food. Some of our subscribers even said that they feel like they come back from a cruise in better shape than they did when they left. Uh, Linda B said, we always come back weighing less than when we went. Even with eating desserts and more food, we stay very active during the cruise and we always take the stairs. They hit the gym and fitness classes. I think that's true for us. I think I come back in better physical shape, but n- not necessarily <laughs> not necessarily thinner. But I always feel like my thighs are really strong from taking the stairs the whole time. So... Uh, There was also a lot of really cute and fun comments about being in shape. Does round count as a shape? (laughs) And I was actually replying, well, I hope so because I'm a triangle and triangle better count as a shape. So yes, we all come in all different uh, shapes and sizes and round does count as long as you're healthy. Of course it does. Anyway. Fun stuff. Thank you very much to our Facebook community for participating in um, in that little poll. We had 97 people comment on it and a lot of people participate and I thought it was really interesting. So I hope that hope that everyone has enjoyed this today and has taken it in the right 
in the right light as just kind of a discussion to look at getting in shape and an honest look at day-to-day health and fitness with the pressures of life. What did you think, Mr. Christophs TV? I think it's something that has to be considered if you want to have the best possible cruise that you can have. And that was my point from the beginning. And it's not an extremely popular topic, but mm-hmm. I think it is, it's something that you really need to look at. If you're, if you want to get everything in order, if you want to make sure that it is the best possible cruise you can have, yeah. you have to consider it. I think it's so true. I know I've been on a few cruises before where I didn't focus on fitness beforehand or anything. And I didn't get into my best cardiovascular shape. And when I jumped on those stairs for the first day, I was huffing and puffing. And it was tough because we don't take elevators when we go on cruises. And I remember just thinking, oh man, I blew it on this one. I really needed to kind of get to a point where I could, where I could feel better, you know? I truly think it makes a difference. Yeah, I think it does too. Well, thank you all so much for listening today. We appreciate it. Hope you're having a wonderful week. Great drive. Whatever you're doing today, cleaning the house while you're listening, thank you so much for following along with us. This marks our 12th episode today, and we've been getting some awesome feedback. We would love for you to continue to email us episode ideas at podcast at cruisetipstv.com. Also, don't forget, if you are an Instagram follower, go ahead and screenshot when you're watching the podcast on your phone and share it in your Instagram story so that we can reshare that. If we're in town and we catch it, we'll do that. Be sure to tag us at cruisetipstv and use the hashtag. CTTV Unplugged. Thank you all so much for listening, everyone, and we will see you next week. See you on the high seas. Thanks for listening to Cruise Tips TV Unplugged. If you like our show and want to know more, check us out on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram by searching Cruise Tips TV. We'd love if you leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast, subscribe to the show, and tune in next week. Until next time, we'll see you on the high seas. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com records.